Hey, it's Dwayne at the barn. And uh, if you missed it last night, then you missed one of the most exciting nights of wrestling in years, since the Attitude Era, at least. Um, and Vince McMahon's fingerprints, nowhere to be found. Uh, a lot of people leave WWE premium live events these days a little disappointed because the storylines didn't play out the way they thought. Uh, they thought maybe it was a little too rushed. And uh, there was this like crash TV kind of mentality of uh, wrapping up storylines in a month's time and not using any kind of long-term storytelling. Uh, it's not like that anymore. And if you're one of those lapsed fans who uh, walked away from wrestling when it got a little boring, um, come on back. The water's fine, right? Um, last night, like I said, it's night one of WrestleMania. And my, a lot of people don't even know that, Wrestle, that these premium live events now are taking place over two nights instead of just one, Saturday and Sunday. Um, I think it's a stroke of genius on the part of a man who's proven himself time and time again to maybe be a little out of touch, but also a, a genius when it comes to uh, the WWE and, and promoting a wrestling show. You know you're going to pack the stadium uh, 80,000 plus at SoFi Stadium last night. And uh, they're going to have an, another 80,000 people there uh, for tonight as well. Um, there was some controversy as to what match was going to close out night one. Uh, they wanted to do, like, I guess, the politically correct thing and let the women headline one night and then the men uh, on Sunday. Um, but because of the storylines, it just it wasn't feasible to do that. Uh, of course, the Usos, Sammy and KO, had to close out the show last night. Um, imagine a scenario where that didn't happen and someone would have to follow that match. That's a pretty tall order. The only match that could have stood, stood up to it, ironically, was the women's match between Rhea Ripley and Charlotte Flair. Wow, what a match. I'm going to tell you this. As much as I love Ric Flair, he's a jet-flying, limousine-riding, kiss-stealing, wheeling-dealing, son-of-a-gun. Woo! But as much as I love Ric Flair is, is exactly equivalent to how much I dislike Charlotte. I know the story. She didn't want to be a wrestler. Then her brother died, and she wanted to live out his dream. I'm kind of in a similar situation right now. But um, she has been accused on a, uh, more than one occasion of kind of like playing her name and trying to weasel her way into matches that she didn't have a part in and shouldn't have been part of. Uh, the triple threat match a couple years ago with Becky Lynch and Ronda Rousey and Charlotte Flair. Charlotte had no business being in that match. That should have been a one-on-one Rousey versus Lynch match. And I don't think anybody could really disagree with that. Uh, there were a couple of occasions last night during that match where I thought that Charlotte was even sandbagging Rhea Ripley a little bit and you know, not helping her uh, finish off some of her moves, which is really unprofessional. And uh, um, even when uh, she lost the match, you're supposed to walk away and let the new champion have their moment with the, in the spotlight. Charlotte didn't do that. She tried to get right up in the camera shot, and like her reaction to losing was just as important to Rhea's reaction to winning, and it's just not. Um, not the best night for, the, uh, for Judgment Day, even though Rhea Ripley did bring home some gold because Dominic Mysterio Finally got a little bit of what was coming to him from his father, Ray, who, congratulations, Ray Mysterio, on your induction into the uh, WWE Hall of Fame just the night before. Um, this match had been building for a long time, and it wasn't actually made official until just last week. Um, it was a great match. Ray has still got it. That man can still go. And um, 
I think that a lot of people thought that was going to be one of those one-and-done kind of matches, but uh, I don't think so. I think you're going to see uh, a rematch there between Ray and his son, Dominic, um, because uh, you know Dominic's been growing his hair out, and Ray's got that mask. So a mask versus hair match, uh, I see that coming probably around SummerSlam. Um, also last night, Logan Paul is better at this than he should be. His match with The Miz as a tag team, his match against Miz one-on-one, his match against Roman Reigns was lights out awesome. It was great. And then uh, he came into uh, Elimination Chamber, ruined Seth Rollins' plans to uh, uh, win that match and get a shot at, uh, at the title. Um, and Logan Paul came in and ruined it. Uh, there was a, several times last night that I thought that Logan Paul was actually going to win that match. A lot of uh, real close two counts. But Seth Rollins was able to pick up a win. And it was a much-needed win. Seth Rollins should be a main eventer month in, month out. And he's taken losses that are just unnecessary. He put Cody Rhodes over twice and once when Cody Rhodes had a torn peck. We all remember the bruise. Um, you know, he, he dropped some matches to The Fiend. Uh, he's He's been a like a jobber to the stars at some level and lost some marquee matches. So he was due for a win, and I'm glad he got one last night. Uh, let's see. What else do we have? Oh, we had the uh, the Who Cares Fatal 4-Way match between uh, the showcase, between four different tag teams, three of which I think were just slapped together just to make up four teams. Uh, but if you thought anybody but Ronda Rousey was going to win that match, then you just haven't been paying attention. Of course she was going to win it with a broken forearm or whatever she's got, all that. Um, there were some really neat spots in that match. Um, but if you want to talk about a spot fest, it would be the men's four-way tag team showcase. Uh, folks, if you haven't watched this, you need to go, I mean, just look it up on YouTube. Night One Highlights. Um, what Chad Gable did with Braun Strowman, a double German suplex, the second one rolling through and uh, lifting him up in a deadlift. That's a 355-pound man that you're picking up off the ground and throwing him over your head. Unbelievable. And I don't like throwing that word around a lot. It was believable. Chad Gable's a strong man. So that leads us to, we already talked a little bit about uh, uh, Charlotte and Rhea. Um, and it, 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 it very well could have headlined last night. Every match got better and better, and you thought there had to be some kind of letdown. There had to be some kind of moment for you to catch your breath. You know, so you start off with Austin Theory against John Cena. John Cena doing the right thing. When you're on your way out, you got to put somebody over. Austin Theory grew up with John Cena posters all over his wall. He's the reason Austin Theory is in this business. And, uh, you know, he did have to bite John Cena's ear and, you know, hit him with a low blow. But Austin Theory got a win, and it was like a, it was like this passing of the torch, and not just with Cena. There was this youth movement last night, and I think it's going to continue on into tonight, and we'll touch on that in just a bit. Again, I want to reiterate how awesome it is that WrestleMania is now a two-night event. That is so cool. Um, it's twice the revenue for WWE. You know, you see AEW thinking about this? So basically what I wanted to say is, look, the way the WCW went out of business sucked. The invasion storyline, the potential for matchups that we had only thought would that we thought would never take place. They never happened. It made it suck, right? And it might have drove off some uh, 
Fringe fans or some Fairweather fans, and you might be waiting for some moment to draw you back in and become a wrestling fan again and not be ashamed to say it because it's fake. Come on back. The water's fine. Tonight would be a perfect time for you to uh, fall in love with professional wrestling all over again. Uh, last night was such a big night, and you got to wonder, is there a way they can top it? You know they know they got their work cut out for us, for them, and that they're going to do their best to put on the best show they possibly can. And, uh, I, I, you know, the Roman Reigns-Cody Rhodes match might even be better than the Usos and Sammy and KO. Um, there weren't very many surprises last night on the show. Um, everything kind of went uh, according to plan, I guess you would say. The over-under on, there's five title matches over the two nights. The over-under on titles changes was three and a half. Uh, me and my girlfriend made a little side bet. She took the under, I took the over, and uh, it's going to come down to the two matches tonight. And But I see uh, one title change happening tonight and one champion keeping his belt. Gunther, uh, I think, will retain the inter, uh, Intercontinental title over uh, Drew McIntyre and Sheamus. But I do think we're going to see a title change for the first time in almost 1,000 days. Uh, Cody Rhodes is going to complete the story tonight and do something that uh, his brother Goldust couldn't do and his father Dusty Rhodes never did and that's become a world champion and um, I've never been a big Cody Rhodes fan but I really really want to see him finish his story tonight it's going to be amazing Uh, there are uh, some more matches tonight let me hit on those real quick Um, again last night phenomenal night of wrestling Um, if you're looking for a reason to get back in it last night was reason number one and tonight is going to be Uh, Reason number two, it bothers me to no end when people call wrestling fake. How do you climb up on the top rope, jump halfway across the ring, stomp somebody with both your feet in the chest and not hurt them or not get hurt? There is a lot of challenges to this wrestling. And that is the first thing that people talk about when they mention wrestling. You're like, oh, you know, that's fake, right? I'm like, yeah, and I also know those aren't real zombies on Walking Dead, but nobody tells me tells you that. Do you feel it's necessary for someone to tell you that the doctors on Grey's Anatomy are just actors and that that man wasn't really shot? So why do you need to remind me that this scripted program that's been scripted for years is fake and you feel like you're you're informing someone like they hadn't already known that? Anyway, that's my little rant about that. Wrestling is predetermined, not fake. There's a difference. So... uh, I mentioned, I also said, uh, I didn't mention the uh, Becky Lynch, Lita, and Trish match against Damage Control. Damage Control for a a, a faction that's uh, got some really talented members in it and has been given plenty of opportunities to get over on TV. They just haven't. I don't know if that's Bailey's fault or the the people she has with her, but I think it's time for Bailey to, you know, distance herself from uh, a sinking ship. She's better than that. Um, but they did lose uh, to that uh, dream t- dream team, uh, Becky and Lita and Trish. Uh, look for either tonight at WrestleMania for some reason or tomorrow night on Monday Night Raw for Trish to uh, turn heel and sucker punch her former hated rival and current best friend, but soon to be former hated rival again, uh, and that'd be uh, Lita. Um, so again, real quick, Austin Theory picked up a win. Rhea Ripley is your new SmackDown Women's Champion. Uh, Becky Lynch, Lita, and Trish 
Uh, they won their match. Seth Rollins beat uh, Logan Paul like three or four times last night. I wrote down Jake Paul instead of Logan Paul. And Logan, if you hear that, I don't care if you're upset. Um, Rey Mysterio picked up a win over his son. Um, then we had uh, that four-way with uh, the four tag team showcase. The Viking Raiders. They didn't do as much as the other teams. Alpha Academy, well represented. Otis and Chad Gable, your stock went up in my book last night. Um, the Street Profits are the ones that picked up the win in that match. And Ricochet and Braun Strowman are a pretty solid tag team, but they don't have a name yet. So I've uh, uh, taken to call them Ricostro, and that's what I'll stick with until uh, they come up with something themselves. Um, I said that there needed to be some kind of breather. It was just banger after banger after banger last night. Uh, the real breather, I guess, came when um, uh, Pat McAfee, showed up and uh, was able to go the Miz into the match. You know the Miz, the one with the tiny balls. Um, so he uh, was goaded into a match. It didn't go well. Pat McAfee is better at this than he should be too. I mean, that guy's you know, an NFL punter. They're the weakest guys on the team, but this guy has proven himself time and time again to not just be a super fan, but a total badass. Um, so that was your little breather. That was the, the, the breather between Charlotte and Rhea and the Usos, Sammy, and KO. I have been a KO fan since back in the ROH days. Um, I can't wait. They just won the titles last night, and I can't wait for him to turn on, uh, t- turn on Sammy. I just can't wait for it to happen. Spoiler, here's me a twist. What if Sammy did it to KO first? And that leads me to tonight. There weren't very many surprises uh, last night. I think that you're going to see some returns. Or maybe some new guys show up at, at the show tonight that weren't a part of the WWE before. Um, one of those is going to be Randy Orton. Uh, we've missed Randy since he went out with his back injury. They said it was almost career-threatening. But uh, he's supposed to come back. And I think that everybody's looking for a reunion between uh, uh, RK Bro, uh, Randy Orton, and his tag team partner, Matt Riddle. Now, I'm not a big fan of Matt Riddle. I don't like... Uh, those like stoner gimmicks, it just doesn't make sense in wrestling to me. Um, but um, everybody would expect that it's just the right moment out of nowhere. You're going to have the reunion of RK Bro, and then out of nowhere, Randy Orton is going to drop him with an RKO, right? But what I really want to see is for Riddle to do it first because nobody's going to see that coming. So that would be my shock prediction for tonight is that Riddle turns heel on Randy Orton. Um, also tonight, and these matches are in no, no, no particular order. Um, well, I mentioned the uh, Rousey and Bosler. Uh, that match is actually tonight, and Ra- Rousey and Bosler are going to win that. They're not going to let Char- uh, Ronda Rousey be in a match and not win. It's like part of her contract or something. Um, some other matches that have the potential to be really good. Um, one that I'm really looking forward to, Brock Lesnar versus, versus Omos. I didn't think that I would ever be in a situation where I saw someone looking down on Brock Lesnar the way that Omos looks down on Brock Lesnar. He's seven foot four. He's almost 400 pounds. He is a solid dude. And when you have a monster heel like this, you can't put him up against just anybody because if you make him look weak, you destroy the persona and you can never get it back again. He might as well be a comedy character, you know, like, um, like, what was that Russian guy's name? Kozlowski or whatever a few years ago. If you don't make him look legit as a monster heel, what's the point? 
So Lesnar looks like he might be leaving WWE for a while uh, after tonight. And on the way out the door, he should put Omos over. Um, or, or, you know, show superhuman strength and somehow get that guy up for an F5, which would just be amazing to see. And if you're going to do it once, Brock, do it twice, right? This guy needs to go to Suplex City. Um, other matches tonight. Edge, who might have Gangrel in his corner. Been the first time in, what, 30 years since we've seen Gangrel in the WWE? Um, and the Edge, Edge said last week uh, on Raw that was in, in St. Louis, he said, Finn, I want you to bring your demon because the devil wants to meet him, right? Finn has no experience in a Hell in a Cell match. Uh, Edge, his first Hell in a Cell match was against The Undertaker, uh, so he's been bathed in that blood. I think this is finally going to be the time that Edge gets a win because he's been taking it hard from the Judgment Day for the past few months. So Edge gets his win tonight um, and uh, a little bit of revenge on the Judgment Day. He might not, he might not win the war. He'll win this battle. But look for you know Judgment Day to uh, let Edge know that uh, they don't fight fair or alone. So it might be advantageous that Gangrel ends up in his corner. Don't expect Christian, though. That's not going to happen. Um, what else do we have tomorrow or tonight? Um, Gunther, he's going to be. Uh, he'll retain his title. That folks, the the way that these guys are going to be hitting each other tonight might drown out eighty thousand fans in SoFi Stadium. It's going to be called. It's it's what they call a straight banger. You got an Irishman, you got a Scot, and you got a uh, where is he from? Austria, I think is uh, where. Um, where uh, Gun- Gunther's from, and uh, they're just going to go at it. There's not going to be a lot of uh, uh, headlocks and rest holds and wrist locks. You know, these are not the man of a thousand four holds like Chris Jericho. They're just going to punch and kick and hit hard. And Seamus, you know how white that guy is? You're going to see every mark on his body after he takes a beating tonight. But I look for Gunther to retain. They're not ready to take the title off of him yet. He was amazing in the Royal Rumble. And so um, there's a push on the way for him. The only circumstance I could see him losing the belt is that they're wanting to push him into a program with Cody Rhodes right off the bat. Um, I hope not, but uh, uh, I, I see Gunther retaining his and then now we come to the biggest match of the night. Oh, my goodness. Oh, wait, I forgot. We have Bianca Belair against Asuka. Asuka's going to win, and she's going to spit some stuff in Bianca Belair's face, some poison mist. And it's just, you know, it's probably just Kool-Aid or whatever, but it's toxic Kool-Aid, and it's going to knock Belair out. And Asuka will be a full-blown heel again, like she should be, and uh, will become the new uh, Raw Women's Champion. And then now... Roman Reigns has been the WWE champion now for almost three years. The man has not been pinned in almost four years, and that was in a tag team match that didn't matter. Um, when he was being shoved down WWE fans' throats like John Cena was um, after the Shield broke up, and he was supposed to be the next good guy, and it always seemed like the deck was stacked against him, and he had to overcome these em- enormous obstacles, and, the, and the, the authority was always trying to keep him down. And we all know he was going to overcome these obstacles, and he always did with a smile on his face, and it was bull crap. But then he, came, he left when his leukemia came back. He was gone for a little while, and when he came back, nobody saw it coming, and he was straight up heel, and I've loved every second of this new Roman Reigns character. He is nailing it. There's a reason why they wouldn't take the, the title off of him for three years, because it just wouldn't be feasible. He's the best. He's the best in this game, and so he deserved that title every time. I kind of wish KO would have took it from him last year at the Royal Rumble, 
But uh, that's just because KO is one of my guys. But um, Cody Rhodes left the WWE because he wasn't pushed the way that he thought he should be. All he ever wanted was to have a, a WrestleMania match with his brother Goldust. And for some reason, and it's because of the way that Vince just feels about Dusty Rhodes, he just wouldn't let him have that opportunity. They actually put the match on with Goldust and Stardust, the pay-per-view before WrestleMania, just to take away their potential to have that moment. And so Cody took his ball and went home. And then we all know what Dave Meltzer said. He laid down a challenge. An independent show cannot sell out 20,000 tickets. Cody Rhodes said challenge accepted. That got the ball rolling to what we have now is AEW, which is a great alternative to, to WWE, and it is an alternative. There's not a lot of similarities except for some of the uh, familiar faces. Um, they do things totally different. But um, it's kind of weird to be the executive vice president of your own company and then to not just get fired from that role, but to get released from the company outright. And that's what happened to Cody Rhodes. And when people said, and he said this last week on SmackDown, people thought the decision to come back to WWE was hard. It was not. He wants to finish his story. And uh, tonight he'll have his chance, and I think he's going to do it. It's going to be great. Um, Remember the pop that Sami Zayn got last month when he, uh, uh, or two months ago, when he uh, smoked Roman Reigns with that steel chair? It's going to be like that times 80,000, all right? Um, so that's my picks. There's a recap from last night and uh, my picks for tonight. Uh, apologies to Logan Paul again. I wrote down Jake like four times on my piece of paper here last night. Sorry. Um, if you're wondering about me and my girlfriend's head-to-head bets, I'm winning three to one. Um, and uh, we still have some, to be, uh, some things to be decided tonight. My uh, outrageous prediction for the night is that uh, Matt Riddle will turn heel on Randy Orton, not the other way around. Um, is Vince going to show up? Yes. He's going to be there at some in some capacity because rumor is after this WrestleMania, the WWE will be put, officially put up for sale, and this will be Vince's last chance to stand in front of uh, this, this crowd and this universe that he built. So I think he'll show up. Will The Rock show up? I don't think so. Will Stone Cold show up? Yeah. I'm just going to say yes because I want that more than anything in the world right now is for Stone Cold to show up. Um, will there be a free agent, Jay White, Kota Ibushi, one of those guys show up? I don't think so. They save those kind of things for the Monday Night Raw after WrestleMania. So look for some really cool things to happen tomorrow on Monday Night Raw. Um, and uh, again, I got to say, if you're, if you're looking for something that's going to help you jump back on this bandwagon, that is being a professional wrestling fan and not being ashamed of it. If you missed your opportunity last night, it's coming again tonight. And uh, hopefully you'll, you'll check it out. Uh, if you have any uh, comments, uh, any topics in the wrestling world that you would want me to talk about, um, if I don't know anything about it, I'll make it up. You know, just don't tell anybody. So uh, don't be afraid to let your NWO shirts and your Austin 316 shirts fly. It's all coming back. Wrestling is hotter than it has been since the Attitude Era in the 90s. So I'm going to get out of here. i got to go watch some baseball now. Go Cardinals! NWO for life. <laughs>